Hello, welcome to Kiara Gets Drunk and Talks About Music. Today we are talking about Shrek. <laughs> me- <laughs> Don't. You fucked it up. <laughs> you fucked me over already. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi there. <laughs> welcome to my swamp. Hello, welcome to Kiara Gets Drunk and Talks About Music. Today we are talking about Shrek. Music from the original motion picture from the movie shrek <laughs> released by dreamworks in 2001 and my guest is ethan what's up people ethan this is our first in-person pod that we've had no no no. let, let okay. me finish my sentence <laughs> the first in-person pod we've done since episode 17 the last episode that that i got to do in person with somebody was episode 17 and mm. 18 to 29 were all done via zoom virtually and because you and i share the same bubble we're in the same household mm. We're allowed to see each other for Thanksgiving weekend. It's safe. Thank you for coming, Ethan. Thanks for uh, agreeing to do this again. Kind of last minute. It's Thanksgiving weekend for us here in Canada. So I'm excited to be here with you and with our parents and with our grandma and with our dog for the weekend. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me as per usual. And you are so welcome. You are so welcome. Ethan, what's been kicking in quarantine? Like you're in school. So what's that experience been like for you? Oh, it's been fun. I mean, honestly, at this point, we're kind of getting used to it. Or at least I think I feel like I'm starting to get used to it. There's obviously those like few days where I'm like, this is not the way we're supposed to be doing it. But we're just kind of settling into the whole Zoom format. And somehow we're making it work for an acting program. We're making it work. So as long as that's the case, we're all good. So we're having fun. We're we're doing good stuff together. So I think that's everybody. Everybody's just kind of taking it day by day. Exactly. And just trying to get through this thing. And we will get through it together. Now, Ethan, we're talking... We, we went a little bit uh, different. This is episode 30. It's a milestone for me on Kira Gets Drunk and Talks About Music. So I wanted to do something a little bit different. So this is the first soundtrack to a motion picture mm. that we are discussing on the pod today. And a movie that um, you and I both grow up grew up with. So I'm oh, really yeah. excited to hear your thoughts on it. What do you say we kind of get into the discussion here? I'm going to give you a bit of a, a brief history on the movie and the soundtrack. And then we'll start talking about the song. Hey, man, I can't wait to hear the history of this movie. Oh, get ready. I'm, I'm shaking in my boots right now. In your puss in boots? The movie Shrek is an animated film that tells the story of Shrek the ogre and his sidekick Donkey forced to embark on a quest to save Princess Fiona and deliver her to her soon-to-be husband, Lord Farquaad. <laughs> Lord Farquaad. I just like, I find it so hard not to laugh at that first line. Just like, an ogre and his sidekick Donkey. <laughs> Like, when you start to think about it, you're like, how did they make this movie? I don't know. Who did they pitch this idea to? Being like, picture this. (laughs) We open up on Mike Myers. He's an ogre. And, oh, here comes Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Wait a minute. He's a donkey. (laughs) What? It is, though. It's a really, really good movie, as terrible as my little synopsis was. But the film is a huge hit. It stars Mike Myers, Cameron Diaz, Eddie Murphy, and John Lithgow as the main characters. What's the matter? Sorry, it's just the the farther you get to the bottom of the glass, the more alcohol there is. So it hits you. <laughs> She's a lovely person. She hits different. <laughs> the movie was very well received by critics and audiences. It made $42 million in its opening weekend, and it grossed $485 million around the world. And it won the first ever Academy Award award for best picture in 2001 oh wait a minute you meant best animated film best i just said best I? picture oh sorry best animated holy hell best i was animated. like are you kidding me there's no way shrek won best picture it's what like, movies came out that year gladiator <laughs> yeah it's like no no don't give it to gladiator <laughs> like, no 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 give it to mike <laughs> myers as the ogre man he deserves this mike myers accepts his oscar in costume daniel day lewis is just like oh my god <laughs> he's still in character from his last movie 
<laughs> no, sorry. Best animated feature film. Thank God. Best animated feature film that it won in 2001. And it also paved the way for three more Shrek franchise films, two holiday short films, a Puss in Boots spinoff movie, and a Broadway musical. People say Star Wars is the best saga of all time. I I just show them this information. But do you hear? Apparently they want to make a fifth Shrek movie. Why? Like they Because it's I didn't Shrek. even watch the last two. Like I watched one, I watched two, and I think I gave up on three and four. Three yeah. Three was okay. Four four was alright as well. Honestly. Which one has Justin Timberlake? One of them is Justin Timberlake? Yeah, because Cameron D was dating him and oh. so she brought him in. Okay, back to the movie. The Shrek original soundtrack that we're talking about today, it was nominated for both a Grammy and a BAFTA award, and it was very commercially successful, selling two and a half million copies in the U.S., and it features hits such as All Star by Smash Mouth, Hallelujah, originally performed by Leonard Cohen, and I'm a Believer by the Monkees. Oh, yeah. Well, performed by Smash Mouth. Performed by Smash Mouth, also performed by Eddie Murphy. True. There's a version performed by Donkey. Donkey. (laughs) And it's a great soundtrack, and I'm so excited to get into it. Before we do, though, Ethan, we've got some very interesting drinks Mm. today. This is called the Shrek cocktail and if you want to make one for yourself anytime you're listening to smash mouth it's uh it's it requires a lot of ingredients i'm not gonna lie to you we usually try and keep it simple but today was um an exception oh yeah (laughs) Um, when it's shrek you go all out if you want to make a shrek cocktail you need half an ounce of vodka half an ounce of peach schnapps half an ounce of pineapple juice half an ounce of rum half an ounce of sprite and you combine it all together in a shaker not the sprite Add that in later. And if you want, you can also add green food coloring or you can use a melon liqueur or green apple sourpuss, something to make it green. But we found that food coloring did the job for us today. Secret ingredient, arsenic. There you go. Let's, um... This is actually just pure absence. <laughs> We're not going to remember any of this tomorrow. Okay, so Ethan, Shrek the movie came out in 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this because I'm Ethan's older sister. Plot you twist. Were... <laughs> you were just a, a wee little baby you were you were barely a person when this came out i know i was gonna say i was like i wasn't even alive when that came out but i was like no i was you were alive so i was a child what what is your relationship like with the film and with the soundtrack uh well i remember like growing up with like watching the movie i feel like it was this one and probably monsters inc those were the two that i watched a lot funnily enough Shrek beat out Monsters, Inc. for Best Animated Feature at the Academy Awards really? that year. It was a big upset because uh, Monsters, Inc. was favored to win. If you think about it, I probably listened to my first songs through Shrek. We probably have seen it, though. Like, we watch it at least two times a year, this movie, I, I feel for like the I, last 19 years. Okay, because we watched it a few nights ago. Yeah. Specifically for the podcast. For the pod. We had to rewatch the film before the pod. <laughs> specifically for the podcast. But before that, I don't remember the last time I saw it. I feel like I it was definitely, longer. It's on Netflix now. I definitely watch it in my apartment by myself to make me feel better about life. I mean, I'll have to do that, too. There you go. I'm sure it's a, it's a great pick-me-up. It's a great pick-me-up. Once me you up. see that green giant pop on the screen, you just like... As soon as that, that porta potty door just... <laughs> you're like, oh, serotonin. Here I come. <laughs> I mean, there's no way of like saying for sure if that was my first influence music-wise, but... I I wouldn't be surprised if it was because I mean I, like obviously I watched a lot of movies growing up we all did, um, and so sh- since Shrek was one of my favorites I'm sure that was probably of the few songs that kind of got in my head early on, um, and you know they stuck all throughout elementary school you know every every time All Star would come on I was like yeah Shrek song or Hallelujah yeah <laughs> Shrek song <laughs> so um, it definitely had the influence in that way yeah no I would definitely say that that was probably the case. 
Interesting. Yeah, yeah no, that's uh, it's cool. And I think that's the case for a lot of people in your in the Gen Z mm. generation Gen Z? too. Yeah, you're Gen Z. Oh, okay. So my first time, I remember seeing Shrek for the first time actually at the drive-in. So mom took my oh, older brother Nick and I to the drive-in with our neighbors, okay. and we went and saw Shrek at the drive-in, and it was amazing. <laughs> like it, it was it it was a different kind of animated feature. I feel like just in the sense that it wasn't afraid to be a little bit like risque and like kind of edgy and mm-hmm. like you know he says like ass yeah. oh and you're yeah. like oh that's yeah, a bad word but it's an animated film but i i remember really liking the movie and then obviously when it was available on dvd like we bought it we watched it like i said yeah. all the time but the soundtrack is something that always stuck out to me um i don't know if there's another animated film where the soundtrack sticks out in the same sort of way because if you think about the animated films we grew up with like the disney guys the songs in the film are sung by the characters like they're like they move the plot forward and they're all original songs and they're all original songs whereas shrek i feel like was one of the first animated feature films to come in and use songs from like you know they have a song going back to like the 50s but (laughs) they pulled in already established and like well-known songs with the exception of like all-star or whatever and they pulled it in and like seamlessly worked it into the plot of the movie and i thought that was pretty amazing and I do feel like a good soundtrack can make or break a movie. Like, 100%. in my mind, there are movies that stand out to me. Not even that they're just, like, great movies in general, but it's more so because I love the soundtrack. So, for example, The Way, Way Back, mm. A Knight's Tale, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, Baby Driver, American Psycho, even. Like, the music is used in such a smart way True. in all of those movies, where I also feel like Shrek would fall into that category, to be honest with you. Yeah, a lot of the popular songs you hear today, or no, like, a lot of the songs from that movie are extremely popular like especially in in memes now like all-star is the national anthem of memes you hear that song everyone will stand up and salute you know oh yeah that's and that's all because of shrek you know if we're talking about 2001 what was really raining the music scene at the time was your pop stars your britney your christina your your jessica simpson and like your backstreet boys and your bennett you know (laughs) your weird al (laughs) like but that that's what was that's what was dominating the charts and i kind of like that shrek similar like similar to the vibe of the movie of like not really giving a a fuck what anybody thought about you or Mm. what you liked they kind of took that energy and put into the soundtrack because the songs they're not really poppy songs yeah some of them are like kind of they're more classic they're more like alternative um and some of them are just downright sad which we're gonna get to um (laughs) and lastly i just gotta say you know when all-star comes on at the club the club like the bar that's when you black out (laughs) (laughs) no but you know what i mean it's like you're literally here's somebody and then you wake up in a ditch (laughs) that's all that happens and then it's over Ethan, where where should we start today? We, there, we've got some amazing songs to talk about off this soundtrack. Where do you want to start the conversation? How about we start it? And you already know where I'm going. <laughs> I know we're where gonna you're start going. it with the best song <laughs> in the entire movie, the one we just touched on, "All Star" by Smash Mouth. Yeah, we are. I re- originally, I was going to pick another song as my number one, which we'll talk about later, or I'm sure you'll probably talk about it next. Okay. But I think "All Star" is my favorite solely for the reason of how powerful it's become. In my time. <laughs> in my time. In my time. Like, in, in terms of... Tell me. Of, tell me about your time. Like, in terms of memeing, like, I don't know about you, but for me, memes were a big thing in high school. I know memes were around when you were in that's high a, school. That's a Gen Z thing. It's a gen, It's become a... Well, like... It's me, the TikTok generation. Gen Z have made memes very strange. I, 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 I'm not sure if you've seen that yet. 
Like there's yeah. a lot of strange like memes are very weird nowadays. But like there great. is just straight up things that I see that I don't I will never understand. Like a Gen Z meme is like putting footage of like a lobster walking on the ocean floor with All Star in the background <laughs> playing through like a really old phone. So <laughs> it's just like, like somebody wants to and the lobsters is crawling. <laughs> that's that's a Gen Z meme and I would probably like that meme too because <laughs> it's kind of funny to think about. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's why I would pick it as my number one because of how much of an influential song it has become in memeing. Interesting. I, I like. Do you actually like the song though? Yeah. Okay. I just want to oh. make sure. I just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I hate the song. No. Um, no, I like the song. I mean, obviously, it's not like my favorite song of all time, but in terms of its impact, yeah. I'm gonna write an essay on it for my my history of pop and culture. That didn't make sense. <laughs> my history of pop and culture, <laughs> two separate things. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you done? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess I, I talked too long. No, I, I just <laughs> Are you done? All Star, All Star for me is always associated with Shrek. Like you said it off oh, the top, yeah. your your mind goes to the Shrek movie. Like it goes to right off the top, Shrek's reading like the fairy tale, like in the outhouse, and then he like busts the door open, and it's like somebody wants to. And, like you just always are gonna associate that song with this movie like it has that yeah. staying power and it's so catchy too like it's very easy to sing along to and it's just like it's got this really insane like up tempo kind of like bounce to it like well the years stop coming and they don't stop coming fed to the rules and i hit the, the ground, ground running. running yeah yeah like it's just it's just good it's just fun to sing along to um but it, it's like if you actually like if you actually sit down and like listen to the lyrics i don't know if it necessarily pertains to like the ogreness of it all it's, it's just funny because also this song was originally intended, like it was written for and the music video centers on this other movie. Yeah. Mystery I forgot Man, about that. Which was a major flop, yeah. especially compared to the massive hit that Shrek was. But it was like this big movie. It was like Ben Stiller, William H. Macy, Hank Azaria. Yeah. Like, and if you watch the music video, it has nothing to do with Shrek. It's all to do with this other movie. So mm-hmm. I think it's funny how like, I'm sure Shrek was like Smash Mouth's plan B. Mm-hmm. They were like, okay, well, we'll let DreamWorks have this song. <laughs> because why not but mystery men's gonna be our gateway meanwhile the fucking green ogre <laughs> like sends them into superstardom for 30 seconds yeah originally they wanted jay-z to do the opening song but he fell through so like, okay <laughs> smash mouth smash you're mouth on it is. <laughs> smash mouth is waiting in the wings and i watched the video again i probably haven't seen the video since it came out like yeah. I, I probably haven't seen the video in like 15 years or let me say that again i probably haven't seen the video in like 19 years literally um and i watched it again today and i was like this video is so fucking stupid <laughs> it's the dumbest video i've ever seen and the lead singer looks like young guy fietti oh i was you put an accent on that last name isn't that how he says it <laughs> i just you say guy fieri really yeah Who i've says guy never fieri? heard anyone say guy fieri <laughs> I don't think he's Italian. <laughs> I thought people call him Guy Fieri. I'm pretty sure he even says, hey, Guy I'm Fieri. Guy Fieri. Because he's fire. He's got a flame shirt. Fire. But don't you think he looks like him? Guy Fieri? No, he does. He's yeah. got, it's the beard. If He needs to shave that. It, but it's, it's fun, right? Like, it's just, if you don't have a video of you singing this super hammered with your friends, do you even really drink? I guess I don't, because I don't have a video like that yet. However. There's still time. I've had sober, sober time singing this, and they're just as fun, believe me. At improv camp. I don't know why I should have... In this one time at band camp? <laughs> improv camp is cooler than band camp, though. Totally. 
Okay. The next song I want to talk about, I'm going to switch gears. I know what you're going to do. I'm going to go to Hallelujah. Oh, hell yeah. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> if you're watching Shrek, the version of Hallelujah that appears in the film is sung by John Cale. And John Cale recorded that version as a tribute to Leonard Cohen, who's the original songwriter um, and who originally performed it. But if you are on streaming services now and you are looking at the Shrek soundtrack, you will notice that it's by Rufus Wainwright. Mm. Sounds kind of similar, but different from the one in the movie. And that happens with a couple other songs on the record as well, just due to um, the rights to the song and some licensing bullshit. But anyways, my personal favorite version of this song is actually the Jeff, Jeff Buckley. Buckley version because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so iconic and it's so raw and it's so real in the mm. way that he sings it. And, you know, like he, he was a very talented musician and he died he also died very young. Very right? young. Um, what I think, too, is really special about including such an amazing song like Hallelujah in an animated film like this mm. is that it brought somebody like Leonard Cohen into the mind of a totally new generation mm-hmm. who would probably have never even sought out a Leonard Cohen album or yeah. song in the first place. And again, the timing of which they the producers decided to use this song in the movie was very smart mm. because it happens when like like you know whatever so let me set the scene <laughs> spoiler <for you>. alert <laughs> this pod is filled with major spoiler alerts if you haven't seen shrek don't listen to the pod it's been 19 years people <laughs> you've had plenty of time get a grip people. it's on netflix for god's sakes but there's a point in the film where fiona who turns into an ogre at night which we don't know <gasps> which is a plot twist for the audience yeah is talking to Donkey and she's saying like, how could anyone love so someone so hideous and ugly? And she's speaking about herself oh. because she's so pained. Yeah. But Shrek overhears this and thinks Fiona is talking about him. And then he gets so disheartened and sad. He walks all the way to Duloc and like, you know, tells Lord Farquaad, your wife is ready. <laughs> <laughs> your wife is ready, sir. <laughs> But um, but it's so sad because then Fiona leaves to go mm-hmm. live with Lord Farquaad. And Shrek is back alone in his swamp because he gets the deed to his swamp back. And he's sitting there and it's like the part that I always remember is when there's like they're showing two ends of the table and Shrek is sitting at one end of a table and then it fades into Fiona oh. sitting at the other end of the table but at the in the castle. It's the parallels. And they both put their head in their hands and I'm just like, oh my God. Oh my God, it's so painful. It's so good. Yeah. At that, you know, watching that as a kid, that was like depression. <laughs> Seriously. It just hit you. You're like, oh God, why can't they love each other? <laughs> why can't they be together? And he's like mean to Donkey like right before oh, too. Yeah. So then like him and Donkey aren't even like friends and Donkey's sad, but then Dragon comes, but it's still kind of just like, oh yeah. Uh. And then... <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear this song and not feel emotional about oh, it yeah. because it's so poetic and it's so beautifully written. So I just wanted to quote some lyrics for our listeners who yes. I'm sure you already know the lyrics, but my favorite lyrics happen to be baby i've been here before i know this room i've walked this floor i used to live alone before i knew you Mm. and i've seen your flag on the marble arch and love is not our victory march it's a cold and it's a broken hallelujah yeah and that is part of one of the verses they kept in the film which i really appreciated okay they kept that part in the film um but i actually just learned today fun fact uh leonard cohen when he wrote hallelujah he actually wrote 80 verses for the song and he's known to like mix it up when he sings it really r.i.p but like when he was performing live he would like mix it up and just kind of pick and choose from from the 80 verses he wrote for the song that's pretty um, incredible which i thought was pretty amazing so i love this song do you like this song oh yeah i love this i mean i was gonna i was gonna pick this song next to talk about honestly i think this one's like in terms of quality this is the best my favorite there was one song I could keep from Cohen this movie. Greater than Smash Mouth? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, <makes> <laughs> I think we can agree. Or at least Jeff Buckley, Hallelujah, Greater Than All Star. 
Oh, I, the very at the bare minimum. Like if there's one song from Shrek, I mean, I put the whole movie in a time capsule. But if I could only take one song and put it in a time capsule, send it out to aliens, it would be hallelujah. Is that um, not what you do with a time capsule? I'm I'm trying my best. <laughs> that would be time capsule. You okay. Keep it <laughs> I I'd put it in both a time capsule and I'd also send and it out to space. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you'd be like, "This is what you need to know about our culture." <laughs> <It's> just, Please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sold. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was gonna pick this one next it's yeah beautiful song although i did write because it's like i think you're right as a kid you're watching that scene and with the music it's the most powerful thing you've ever seen in your life 100 it's like oh my gosh you, you mentioned the table uh shot for me the one that's so cool is when he's like in his does he break the mirror himself no he doesn't that'd be too he, violent he breaks it accidentally in the beginning so yeah. it's already broken when he comes back to the swamp but he sees <laughs> he sees the shards of glass in the ground and then the shards transform into the chandelier that at farquad's at. palace like that's crazy at farquad's palace <laughs> that, that, could be palace. Like, that could be like a good um like a bar name farquad's palace <laughs> Okay. Come if on we ever down open a bar, if we ever open up a bar, that's what we'll call it. But I wrote down, I was like, as a kid, this is the most dramatic moment in all of cinema. You watch it again today and then wonder, yeah, they really just used this song in a movie about a horny ogre. So <laughs> it's like you think about it, you're like, <laughs> is he really though? Because like he's very content being I, on his own. So I don't even think he has urges until he meets Fiona. Kidding. Oh, sorry. But like he could be. Hey man, ogres have feelings too. Yeah, that's the whole point. Canon. How old is Shrek? Canon. Like Canon is like confirmed in the lore in of the, the movie. movie. Like how, how? I'd say Shrek is like mid to late thirties. Yes, like mid to late thirties. No one has ever been to a swamp. Like man's man's has never been with anybody. Maybe that's fine. Maybe he was. Ha- okay, we're getting too much. Ethan, we're going too far down the rabbit okay. hole here. I was just trying to make a joke. You had to be like, <laughs> oh no, I don't think he is. <laughs> Logically speaking. <laughs> Where do you want to go from here, Ethan? What song do you want to talk about next? Oh, um, that's it a is very your good turn, question. Sir. Okay, so we've been over my favorite, which is All Star. My second favorite, which is Hollow, 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 Hollow. Dare <laughs> I ask? Do you have a third favorite? <laughs> oh, you guessed right. I think my third is I'm a Believer. Oh, big tune. Yeah, big Huge tune. tune. Why, why do you like Mouth, it? Well, I mean the monkeys, but Smash Mouth sang it. It was like one of the more iconic ones from the movie, I think. I think this one and All Star are... Pro- well, and I guess Hallelujah. I think those are the big three. Great song to end the movie with. It's like such a bright and like energetic song. Leaves you feeling happy and leaving out. Strut in your step? Is that the saying? A spring. A spring, spring in your step. step. Jeez, um. <laughs> um and then I also want to... I added that because of Shrek, I can really only hear Eddie Murphy's voice whenever the second... Right? Like chorus happens, where he's like, and then I saw her face. Yeah. yeah, he sings it so well. He's a very underrated singer, I think. Hey, you ever see Dreamgirls? No, he's I watched, nominated for an Academy Award for that one. I, I heard you should have watched Dolomite. He was good in that one too. Oh, I heard Dolomite. Dolomite is my name was uh was good. Yeah, no, yeah, it was yeah, nice. yeah. I'll have to watch. <laughs> I I like I'm a believer too. Um, I agree with you. I think the donkey version mm. greatly surpasses the version that Smash Mouth did. Oh, Even yeah. though the version that Smash Mouth did is great and perfect for the end of the movie, Eddie Murphy singing this song yeah. is gold. He steals the show every time. Moreover, donkey singing this song <laughs> is gold. Like Eddie Murphy as donkey is such a funny character and has so many quotable lines like the like the no, not really no. And like 
you know, you want to hold her, please her, <laughs> then you, you got, got to, got to, to try a little tenderness. Like, I he's can't just, go as high as him. <laughs> he's just got so many, like, funny one-liners and just, like, the energy he brings, like, Eddie Murphy brought to the character is so memorable. Mm -hmm. I love, like, how it's, like, organ, like, it's, like, maybe not even organ, it's, like, keys. Like, it's, like, heavy, a heavy keys song, too, which I guess yeah. I didn't really expect to like as much as I did. There is an organ in the in the movie, I think, in the ending scene. I think one, yeah, like, someone's playing an organ. Someone's playing the, the gnomes. The gnomes are playing. <laughs> the gnome. No, or, it's the... The elves? The dwarves. The dwarves. The seven dwarves are playing the, the organ. Yeah, yeah, those guys. They're those taking the hobbits to Weisinger. <laughs> But I just picture, like, anytime I hear this song, and again, because we, you know, like, I, I was born in 94, Ethan, you were born in the year 2000, we never would have listened to The Monkees. We never would have listened to this song had it not been in this movie. Mm -hmm. um, so my mind always goes back when I hear it, like, immediately I think of the end of Shrek. Like, I think yeah. of Shrek and Fiona riding off into the sunset in their, like, onion carriage thing. But I think it's also very cute because the, the whole idea of the song is, like, I never thought that like I could be loved until I saw her face and like yeah, yeah. now I'm a believer and for a character like Shrek who was pretty content just like being on himself and probably thought that like somebody as like beautiful as Fiona mm -hmm. could never love him. It was literally like yeah. it was literally like oh this is what it's like. This is what I've been missing my entire life and then I saw her face now I'm a believer. I think it that's, wraps up the movie. Yeah, no, and that's a good point. And that th you're you're right though. That is the point of a good soundtrack, right? Is to ooh, you oh. almost spilled it. Top 10 close calls of all time. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to go next, Ethan. I think the next song I want to talk about is... I think I want to talk about Bad Reputation. So Bad Reputation, originally recorded by Joan Jett, um, appears in a moment in the film where Shrek comes to Duloc, mm. demanding justice for his swamp. <laughs> for his swamp. You dump those fairy tale creatures. <laughs> I'm getting you off my land and back where you came from. So it comes at a key moment in the film. <laughs> Shrek demands change from Lord Farquaad. He's like, I need these fairy tale creatures that you dumped on my swampland mm -hmm. out. Yeah. Sayonara, goodbye. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> so Lord Farquaad, small little man, <laughs> Napoleon complex. Wants to marry a princess. He is too much of a little bitch to go and get her. <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to hold a tournament. He brings in knights. They're going to do the tournament thing. But then Shrek shows up with Donkey. And then they're like... <laughs> Donkey. And then, and then he's like, okay, whoever kills the ogre first, you win the tournament. Congratulations. And Shrek kicks all of their asses. And oh, yeah. he kicks all of their asses to the <laughs> tune of Bad Reputation by Joan Jett. Yeah. And it's amazing. And it's a great scene. What I like about this song is that... Again, it, it, it ties into everything we've been talking about so far, but it's so, it resonates so closely with the character of Shrek. Like literally yeah. the main line of the song is, don't I don't give, give a, a damn, damn about my rep, my reputation. Yeah. And she says, when, when Joan Jett's singing it, she says, I'm only feeling good when I'm having fun and I don't have to please no one and I don't give a damn about my, rep, by, about my bad reputation. Mm -hmm. And there's literally a moment in the movie where Shrek is trying to explain to Donkey, like people aren't always face value. Onions are like ogres. Yeah. <laughs> or like <laughs> ogres are like onions, sorry. Ogres are like onions. And then Donkey's like, well, not everybody likes onions, but like, how about cake? Like everybody likes cake. Yeah. And Shrek literally says, I don't care what everybody likes. Like Amen. this is me, accept me for who I am. Yeah, man. And I love that because Joan Jack came in and she was kind of kicking and screaming and she wanted to be taken seriously as this punk rock chick, but she had to fight for her spot in the music scene. Um, and she didn't give a shit about what other people thought about her. If she wasn't being feminine enough or like pretty enough, she's like, no, I'm going to just like rock the fucking hardest. And that's how she oh, gained yeah. people's respect. Right. And also I'm a huge fan of freaks and geeks. So, Oh, she, 
Well, this was used as the theme song for Freaks and Geeks. Oh, yeah, you're right. I so forgot. every time I hear it, I also think of that, and it just warms my heart. Yeah. Actually, it's funny because when I first heard the song, I didn't know who did it. Um, and then growing up, I just assumed that the person who sang that song was Avril Lavigne. Kind of like, but again, kind of resonate, kind of similar. The The millennial version of Joan Jett is kind of like an Avril Lavigne type. Yeah. So, they, they probably have the same kind of energy, same kind of... Yeah. yeah. Avril Lavigne came in and she was like, I'm going to wear ties and I'm going to wear baggy <laughs> pants and fuck you guys. I'm going to wear ties. That's, she wore ties. I know, but that, like, that's so weird thinking back on it now that people were that upset when they saw that. Because again, she was, she like, think of Avril Lavigne, right? Yeah. Early 2000s, if you wanted to be famous, you had to be slutty pop star. You had to like, yeah, you had to uh, follow the image that was set out for you. And she was like, no. Yeah. She went against it. She's like, fuck you guys. She fought the law and she won. Did she? She got Lyme disease. Okay, but Ethan, seriously. So do you, like, when I said that I wanted to talk about bad, (laughs) when I said I wanted to talk about bad reputation, you gave me a weird look. Do you not like this song? It's not like my favorite. How come? I don't know. All right. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just, it's not like, there isn't really much to say on it. It's in a good spot. It makes sense. But you wouldn't listen to it, like, on its own. No. That's the, oh yeah, (laughs) I said that very aggressively. I'm sorry. No. (laughs) I don't think I would. I respect your opinion. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Where do you want to go next? Um, how about Guatemala? <laughs> <laughs> how about My Beloved Monster? Love that one. Right? I yeah. love that song. What do you like about this one? I, I like it because, first of all, it gives me those early 2000 vibes. Like whenever I hear it in the movie, yep. it takes me back to like 06 or 05. This or movie 04. came out in 01. I know, but like uh, the only, <laughs> you got to remember, I only became lucid in like <laughs> 04 and 05. <laughs> like I did not exist in 03, 02, or 01. Or O for that matter. <laughs> or O. <laughs> yeah. And like specifically, it draws up the image of like, because whenever you would have to go to dance rehearsal, dad would always have to drive me um, and be like through the rural farmlands and stuff. For some reason, whenever I think of like early 2000s, I always think of those car rides because it was just like in the, co- like, I don't want to say countryside, but it was in like the rural areas. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, yeah, it was just like awesome to look at in the winter time. Yes. Yeah, so like that's that I, I listened to the song and that's what I immediately think of. That's interesting. That's an interesting take on it. I think like this was definitely a song too, where I remember like, you know, being old enough where I knew how to download music illegally from mm. LimeWire. Don't say that too loud. It was one though, it was one though that I sought out. Like I remember Googling the lyrics for this song, like remembering what the lyrics were in the, in the movie and being like, I want this song in my library. How do I make that happen? It's, it's kind of this fun alternative take. And the concept is like the guy who's singing it. So it's by this band called Eels. And the guy who's singing it is talking about this woman that he's in love with who's like a monster. Like it's kind of just like a cute concept and very related to... Mm-hmm obviously the movie, the movie to, yeah. to Shrek that's another thing I wrote down it works well yeah it's Shrek <laughs> because it's in but it's also in a perfect scene because it's kind of when it's during like Shrek and Fiona's time together where they realize like okay they might look different but they're actually not so different because yeah. she's she's gross and he's vibing he's, he's vibing and she's vibing but she also is gross because she like burps Oh, that's what you meant. Yeah. She's like, she's kind of gross and she like makes the balloon animals out of like a snake and she like captures all the flies in the spider web and then like licks her fingers after. The subtlety of that. I didn't catch that for a long time. plot note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're watching this all, this all unfold where you're just like, huh, like, you know, Fiona doesn't act like a typical princess. She's not Mm -hmm. like your Disney, your Disney princess. She's kind of like gross and she's kind of like grungy and I like it. She's not like other girls. She's quirky. (laughs) (laughs) She's different um she definitely listens to billy eilish <laughs> no great song i really like my beloved monster and me 
the one that I want to go to next, which uh, I feel like my beloved monster and me and this song go together very well, is You Belong to Me by sung by Jason Wade in the film. Can I quickly comment on that? That song was not in the movie, right? Mm. No, it was not. Mm-hmm. When? It's when they're eating weed rat rotisserie style and they're looking at the sunset. I never remember that scene having music. Like, See the pyramids along the Nile. Oh my Nile. gosh. That's where it came from. Did you listen? Did you? I listened to it and oh. I was like, where is this in the movie? I could not figure it out. I think it's because in that scene, I'm not listening. I'm like more because it's like they're going to kiss. I'm like, that ogre is about to <laughs> kiss that human woman. <laughs> so I was like, if do, you it, look, do it, do <laughs> it. If you look to, because their heads get really close together. And like Shrek's head is about the size of like a you know, a watermelon. cup of watermelons. <laughs> and then like Fiona is not. So I'm like, if you were to kiss her, it would be like that Johnny Bravo scene where he just like envelops the whole woman in his mouth and like spits her back out. Johnny Bravo does that? Remember Johnny Bravo? I never really or watched be Johnny like, Bravo. Hey there, cutie pants. That's Johnny Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> but it, okay, so it's played during a very sweet moment in the film where mm-hmm. they're having a meal together. They're like being super cute. And he was like, you should come visit me at the swamp. You know, like I'll make you weed rat stew or whatever. And it's very cute. Mm-hmm. Also, Jason Wade, he's the lead singer of a band called Lifehouse. And Lifehouse okay. has one of the most iconic early 2000 songs, which is You and Me. Because it's you and me and all of the people and I don't know why I can't take my eyes off of you. I feel like I may have heard that. You've definitely heard that song. It's a very I big may song. Have. Lifehouse has a bunch of big tunes, but that's like their biggest one. Very like Joshua Radin, very uh, Ben Howard-ish, very subtle, very chill. What I found interesting about this song too is that this song was originally recorded in 1952 by an artist called Joni James. Oh, this is the one from the 50s. This is the one from the 50s. Oh. So this version is a cover. There's a lot of covers in the film. Mm-hmm. This is also a cover. I was going to say. It's a very old song. Because I listened to it and I was like, this is like good quality. So... I'm surprised. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not. It's like, not from the 50s. No, no, no. Oh, okay, Jason okay, okay. Wade is not from the 50s. But it's a beautiful, beautiful song. Do you like this song? I feel like if I were to rewatch the movie and actually focus on the scene with the accompaniment of the lyrics, I feel like maybe I would like it more. But I listened to it and I just did not know why it was in the soundtrack because I didn't know where it was used. So I was like, eh, indifferent so, to it. So maybe not as memorable for you as some of the other, yeah, I don't think other so. songs. I mean, I listened to it and I was like, okay. But yeah, no, I don't think it's as memorable as the others. Yeah. That's fair. Agree to disagree. All right. Um, are there? Is there any more you want to talk about? What else is on there? I'll I tell like... you right now. Oh. <gasps> oh, now I remember. Yeah. Ethan, hit us with it. Hit us with Come that on last my big way. one. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's this one. So this is I'm on the way. I'm on my way. Performed yeah. by the Proclaimers. And actually, another thing because I didn't know this when I was making my list or doing my prep, and I looked it up, and I'm like, wait a minute, Proclaimers. Where have I heard that before? And these are the same guys who did 500 miles. Nope. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, they are. Isn't it Bare Naked Ladies? No. Are you ba- What? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Scottish band, the Proclaimers. They're, they're Scottish. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure about this? I'm 100% sure. Let's ask Siri. I bet you my entire life. You ready? Yeah. Who sings the song 500 Miles? I'm going to be 500 Miles is by the Proclaimers. Damn. <laughs> I always thought it was by Bare Naked Ladies. They probably did a cover of it. Maybe. But like, have you never heard the version where they're like, I would walk 500 miles miles and I would walk, like with the Scottish accent. Interesting. That actually makes so much sense now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to be the man. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, oh my gosh, they're the same ones who did it. 
and I wrote down like I just found out that they are the same people, so now my serotonin level has doubled. 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 Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I like the song. <laughs> um, yeah. Once again, used very well, and it's just like it's a good adventure song. Like it's a very lighthearted. You know what vibes it kind of gives me? What does it give you? Send me on my way. Rest of root. And I would like to reach out my hand. On my head. Oh, From Ice Age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that From one too, Ice actually. Age. It's very similar vibe. That's all I... Like. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> no, that's how it goes. Like As a kid, I didn't know what he was saying <laughs> when I heard the song. So that's all I heard when I was growing up in the Ice Age. It, it is hard to understand what Rusted Root is, uh, What how, how they're singing. It, we're going back to another animated film here, but like Ice Age is yeah. a moment where they're like, you know, traveling. And I'm on my way by the, by the Proclaimers in Shrek. It's also a traveling song. Mm-hmm. It's Shrek and Donkey. They're I don't know. Way. Whirlwind Adventure. They're on their way. <laughs> I got to give so much credit to the producers of this movie. Do you know who holy the producers shit, were? I have no idea. I probably should have those names, but like they... They know who they are. <laughs> but it's really, it, it does. It makes me, like, when we watched it the other <laughs> night, and I was like, and I was bopping along to it, I was mm-hmm. like, this song is catchy as fuck. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's like one of those, it, it, uh, da, da, da. yeah. <laughs> and we're done. Yeah. Um, no, it is very catchy, though. You can't not sing. It's like, all. It's it's similar to All Star. Except I don't always know the lyrics, so you just do the thing where you just do gibberish. Yeah. Get paid. Except with this one, it's just I'm on my way. Uh huh. Ethan, we've reached the critical point in the Kiara gets drunk and talks about music podcast, and that means it is time for us to share our final comments mm. on the Shrek original motion picture soundtrack and rate the soundtrack out of five Shrek cocktails. Only five? Out of five. Oh. We're doing it out of five. You know what? I'll start with my ranking and then I'll go into my why. How about that? Fine. Mix it up. Do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a Leonard Cohen. Um, I'm going to give it five out of five. You're going to give it five. I think it's... So this is an album you could listen to for the rest of your life. Are we ranking it in terms of listening or like use in the film the way i always look at it is a five a five out of five record is one that you could listen to for the rest of your life i think i'd give it a four then because there's a few songs that i'll like definitely be listening to to the end of days all-star um yeah um <laughs> that goes without saying I, I won't be able to get rid of that song even if i try people are gonna be it's like ingrained in our blood and our is. dna <laughs> yeah no a few songs are gonna be with me for a while but there are some that i don't think i'm gonna really be listening to in the future so i think i'll give it a four out of five that's um, a fair rating but on like the the entire soundtrack in itself i think is awesome um this is one of the only movies where like i'll listen to the songs afterwards and yeah no it's always a it's always a good time listening to them Probably one of the best soundtracks ever. Oh, totally agree. I, I'm going to match you. I think it's also a four out of five record. Yeah. What I will say, though, is if we were just like if, if on this podcast we had just talked about um, soundtracks, mm. it would have to be a perfect five. If it was just yeah. on the soundtrack scale. That's what I mean. That, yeah. I would but also. compared to like all the other albums that exist in the world, oh. I do think a fair is a pretty good rating for a, a movie soundtrack. A that You're Irish now. What did I say? You said fair. Oh. You said a fair is a good potatoes. rating. Um, but I do think, I, I think a four is, is great for a soundtrack that's made up of so many different artists, so many different genres, yeah. and so many different, you know, vocalists and lyrics. And mm-hmm. like, you know, you, to have Joan Jett and Leonard Cohen in the same vicinity, I think is pretty amazing. And yeah. yet it all works in the grand context of 
Shrek. And I'm so happy about it, though. And I'm so happy because I feel like as a kid, it helped me become the fan of music that I am today, having that experience watching this like with my family. And I'm very grateful to the movie for that. So I'm going to give this a solid four Shrek cocktails out of five Shrek cocktails. Um, well, look, Ethan, I just wanted to thank you again for coming on the pod. It was so nice to do this with you and be with you in person. I cannot say how much I can't say enough positive things oh, yeah. about having you on the podcast. You always make me laugh so much. So um, right back at you, player. This was a time. And cheers to our first in-person pod in a long time. This cheers. Is mostly water. Well, I drank a lot faster than you did. Yeah. <laughs>